Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea. I wrote Andre, not my name. You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea. And guess who's back in the studio for maybe the last time this year? Maybe? Is it Pacey? Pacey's in the studio every day. Oh, okay. It's 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 Kitsy, my co-host. It's me. I'm here. Welcome back. I'm back from tour and about to go on tour <laughs> for again. For about five seconds. For about yeah. five seconds. Um, but we'll have to do an episode just you and me where you can tell us uh, everything about it because I am super excited to introduce this week's guest. Okay. So, Jimmy Coletta is the founder of No Earbuds, which is like a wholly unique kind of like marketing slash, I'm going to say a bunch of slashes now, marketing slash publicity slash management slash like A&R slash PR kind of uh, company. You can correct me on that as we get rolling if you like when I introduce you when I say your name again um, and is probably responsible in one way or another for introducing you to like half of your favorite bands. Uh, Jamie Especially was, if you listen to this podcast. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Jamie was very kind to give us an hour of their time today. So we're just going to jump right into it. Welcome to Left of the Dial, Jamie Coletta. Thank you. I feel like I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you really are someone who's like, how have we not asked Jamie to do the podcast yet? Yeah. Like that, that it, was literally a conversation we had last week. It was yeah. like, how haven't we done that yet? I was yet? putting the playlist together this week and I was like, these are all Jamie bands. Like, what are what are we doing? Yeah. And I like doing I like doing podcasts. I like talking to people through the screen and through microphones. It's fun. <laughs> kind of my favorite way to talk to people at this point. It really is the best way. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, I gave like a very quick kind of like explanation of what you do but do you want to tell folks because no earbuds works very differently i think than what most people think of when they think of like music marketing and publicity and that kind of thing yeah um i actually really liked your description i like the chaos of it and the, <laughs> the i like the fact that no one really knows what it is that's kind of tight um, and i think that was like it was an intention from the beginning by way of just having absolute no idea what I was doing, right? Like <laughs> just completely banking on myself with no direction. Literally, like I, rem- I finished making the website like two days before I posted about it. Like I really didn't know what I was, do- what I was making. I was just thinking like, well, I don't want my name. Uh, like I didn't want my website to just be my name.com. Mm-hmm. That's really where it stemmed from was like, then it kind of sort of morphed itself into like, well, wait, I do sort of keep myself in all of these different kind of spaces. Mm-hmm. I do all of these different things. And to be like defined by one, it's just never been my thing. And it's never from the jump, I've always tried to just sort of be an outlier. So to have a company that sort of feels the same is awesome. And that's like the, that's definitely the intention. And I think even though it's hard to pinpoint exactly what we do, I think you you get the gist of it. You get the community and you get the curation and you get the vibe. And that's what's most important to me is like you've you're you're you get the culture of what I'm trying to create here versus yeah. oh it's a publicity firm that does traditional PR. It's like, well, no, exactly. I yeah, I can do that, but I can do all these other things too. <laughs> and I've done all these things and I have all these ideas. So if you want to just call me one thing, that's fine, but you're definitely shortchanging the experience mm-hmm. and like the culture I've created. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think I, I mean, we can obviously relate to, to that kind of like we don't really fit in one specific space. So we're kind of making our own. And, and our thing has always been you know, if we like your music, that's kind of the only that and you're not an asshole. That's kind of our two pieces. But I think what's so great about that with, with you and Noir, but specifically is like I always know that if you're promoting something, then it's because you really love it and you really care about it. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's really like the very first thing has to be like whatever music I'm like you're putting out that you want to work with me on my very first thing has to be like do I want to listen to that do mm-hmm. I want like because honestly like sometimes I, I freak myself out so I'm like I'll look at my like playlist when I'm like going for a walk or a drive or something and I'm like oh my god it's all clients like it's all bands <laughs> I work with but the reason like I'll get frustrated with myself because I'm like you're not listening to enough new stuff you're only listening to your clients but the problem is, is like that's what I like. And that's sort of my barometer for like, do I want to work with you or not? Like, do I actually want to take you into my life and listen to you the way I listen to music? And like, if I can do that, then I can tell other people to do that too, <laughs> you know, and yeah, I can convince yeah. people to do it because it's real for me. Yeah. I have that same experience with, with when I'm listening to music is like, I find myself gravitating towards bands that we've covered on the podcast or covered on the blog, or we've done live sessions with. And it's and and I think it came that same realization where I was, I was frustrated with myself, like, why am I not branching out more? And it's like, oh, because we only cover the stuff that like we're really into. So just, you know, that's what I'm going to listen to in my free time, too, because that's what I'm into. So it's yeah, it's it's uh, 
That was an interesting realization for me as well. So but I, then, I totally you know, relate. you come along and introduce us to someone new, and then they become my new favorite. We but, were listening to the playlist you sent over, and I was like, I don't know why I'm su- not surprised, but, like, I don't know what I was expecting that I was the couple of songs I hadn't heard yet. Like, of course I was going to fall in love with them immediately. Yeah. And I was just like, this is why we asked Jamie here. So <laughs> speaking of songs we're going to fall in love with immediately, let's jump into your list. Do you want to tell us um, who we should listen to first? Um, yeah. So I guess the first one is not necessarily a new, hopefully not a new name. I don't think it is for y'all. Um, the first on my list was John Allison Weiss. Um, and I've been working with John for a long time. Honestly, I can't remember when. It was definitely a long time ago. Anyone who's followed their story knows that like, I feel like they've lived many lifetimes. And so have I <laughs> since we connected. Um and this song that you're going to play is a familiar song. Again, for anyone who's familiar with Johnny, it's like this song has been out. This is a, a song of theirs from several projects ago and honestly, several several lifetimes ago for them. And it's holds so much like emotional meaning that I like, I love the song anyway, but like hearing it with, you know, their voice now being something totally different more raspy and they've lived this life on the road for so long now that like there's just this different air to this song and a different mm-hmm, energy to mm-hmm. it that's like really cool and then like when you know johnny's story and you know the journey they've been on since, honestly since they were a freaking teenager it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's just a rewarding listen um i really enjoy the way they they kind of gave me life to this track yeah yeah and the track is different now yes. um, and you're gonna hear it right now so many levels <laughs> i love it i never thought of it like that yeah it is and this was my first time hearing the song in this way 
Um, so I we've been fortunate to work with John Allison uh, a couple times. We streamed a show here in Philly at Philomoca. Uh, that was last year. That was yeah, a little over a year a ago. Over a year ago, a little under a year ago, wasn't it? November. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving ish. Yep. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter when. <laughs> um, which eventually we will release. We just we we have such a backlog of stuff, which is a good problem to have. Um, but uh, so we did that, and they played that song there. Um, and I remember it stuck out to me right away there at that show. And then uh, we had them in the studio for a, a live session, which we also will be releasing soon. That was much more recent. That was much it's more recent. so fantastic. It's, it's so one good. Of my, they're all one of my favorite sessions, but that one's one of my favorite sessions. That one's one of your favorite, favorite sessions. <laughs> um, but I, I had only ever heard this song, just John Allison and a guitar. Never. It was a full production. And I don't know why I was surprised at the full production, but it was a very pleasant, delightful surprise. <laughs> and I just love... The production on this song I, it made me fall in love with the song all over again which was really cool yeah, yeah i'm not i'm not a, a musician and the little bit i know about production and stuff is just from like kind of hanging around you kids do you have <laughs> like if you had to describe what it is specifically about this that really popped out to you is there anything um i i think because when when they play the song live just them and a guitar it's a very like you know driving acoustic singer songwriter song and this kind of pulled that driving back a little bit mm-hmm. and gave it a little bit more of like a pop feel almost mm-hmm. to it, but without losing that singer-songwriter vibe. Singer-songwriter vibe with like pop hooks, pop sensibility is like John Allison Weiss kind of in a nutshell. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> this one, John Allison Weiss Different Now, is um, on the upcoming album out on Get Better Records. And real quick, I want to say, join John Allison's Patreon because they just posted a cover of Don't Think Twice, It's All Right that is gorgeous um it's one of my favorite songs anyway so yeah that's a great song they have a great uh patreon over there they're always sharing stuff that yeah that i would bet they yeah we need to take lessons from them on patreon because we are not as good at it but hey subscribe to us on patreon so we can get better <laughs> so we have a reason to the more people subscribe the more yeah. incentive we have to get better at it right that's how that works and john allison's uh next record coming out get better records there you go you just said that get better you said it like three times and i was like and it comes on on get better records nice that should be like the last thing we say there though so you crushed it that was perfect um who we also love by the way yeah yeah please now yeah some someone someone something another thing that i trust if they're putting something out i'm probably gonna love it yeah they actually made you can you can include this they actually made a music video for that song that's coming out soon that's so good it's oh, so cool. funny and so sweet and just like very endearing and like yeah it's incredible so i'm very excited for lots more to come from especially just partnering up with get better it's just a good vibe all around new energy new life i'm very excited for them yeah. hell yeah well we'll share that when it um comes out to everybody yeah. so keep your eyes peeled and yeah let's keep let's keep rolling let's switch up the vibe practically pretty entirely honestly <laughs> um musically not so much but this project is called fantasy camp um the debut project is coming out on memory music at the end of this month uh, memory being the label based out of philly that's run by uh, grammy nominated engineer and producer will yip <laughs> the homie um we love will yip yeah and um fantasy camp is the project it's a kind of a bedroom pop thing um this kid jonah who he's the dj for wicca face springs eternal and he just has always had this like bedroom pop shoegazy thing he does and he's just kind of put songs out on soundcloud had some success had some hype um but this is the first like you know you can call it an album it's like somewhere between an ep and an album um (laughs) but it's really the first like full cohesive like thing he's put together and uh, it's called Casual Intimacy, and that's the song you're going to play, too, um, the title track.
but it's just like got this whole postal service-y like very sweet hopeless romantic vibe to it like it's literally like if you like such great heights like you'll love this ep it's so the production's great on it it's the catchiness of these songs it's just like i feel like i'm transported to a different time and it's like really Mm -hmm. sweet and i just like think about having like high school crushes and stuff and (laughs) that's kind of the vibe that i get off the music but it's just really well done and um yeah, I think it, I think the music's just fantastic, and yeah, I hope people like it. But it's a pretty new project; it's a pretty new name, but um, I think it's going to be around for a little bit. So, I feel like it would be hard not to like this. It's just so. I said we had Chico Romano on the podcast last week, so I don't want people to think I'm just like recycling this phrase because it worked for me last week. But there's just <laughs> something really like uh, bright. Th- like this song would have fit perfectly on the list of songs that uh, Rob Chico Romano brought last week because it's like all of those songs I kept saying were like really bright and warm and just like just felt good and that's that's what this feels like to me. Yeah. So y- you just said I'm pointing that's so rude. You just <laughs> said it's got like a real postal service vibe but I specifically have a, something you said about this song um, online recently. Which we have all your tweets. Is, oh. We have all of them here which is I just pulled it because it's so specific. I read it before <laughs> I heard the song. I don't even remember what I said. What did I say? You said uh, the song has a very specific postal service meets Wilkes-Barre PA vibe so yes. I'm obviously obsessed uh and it's if you're from this area which a lot of our listeners are I feel like you'll know what that means even if you can't really articulate mm-hmm. it exactly but it's exactly just like, okay yeah. so wait, Jonah that's where Jonah's from and Jonah oh. grew up like age-wise he got to like his local bands that were like taking off were like Tiger's Jaw and Title Fight and he got to like yeah. sort of watch that little wave happen. And so that's cool. what he learned under, you know, like mm-hmm. when you're a younger band in a scene or a younger artist in a scene, you're like, sometimes those bands can kind of take you under their wing or just even like help you out here and there. And that's really like inspiring for you. And that's the scene that he got that from. So it's like, yeah, that's in the music still, you know, that mm-hmm. that's in there. And it's like, obviously, Will being involved kind of brings that to the table, too. But it's like, if you like that scene, then you'll definitely like fantasy camp for sure. There's something here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Really well put. Uh, I, n- I never really got into that scene, but I did enjoy this. This was, uh, you know, this was an, uh, a new one for me. Yeah. It's my first time hearing this uh, on this playlist, but uh, I-, I really enjoyed it. And I'm so glad. Um, I'm glad that you said Postal Service because I never really got into Postal Service. I really listened to them. I kind of have a vague idea of what they sound like, but that was like, in my mind, I was listening to it. I was like, this is what I think the Postal Service sounds like. So I'm glad I was kind of right. Yep. Now, well, could see you. Now you have to go listen to the Postal Service to yeah. see. I don't, I don't know that I do. You do. You do. I mean, you we can, should. yeah. It's, I have. Okay. I know there's there's so there's so much music and backtracking is so hard sometimes. But like, That's there's true. just. You just got to hear that one song, though. That's it. You just got to hear the one song. And Which you, one? And you have heard it. Such great yeah. heights. You have heard it. I guarantee I'm sure you've I have. heard it. Yeah. I'm sure I have. <laughs> or you've heard the Iron and Wine cover, but you've definitely, you've definitely heard it. Maybe. <laughs> we should do a postal. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, ADHD and I took my meds a little late, but we're 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 gonna yeah. we're to power through it. I'm also maybe stalling a little bit to talk about this next song. Why? <laughs> Tell us why. Because well, let's let Jamie if you'd like to introduce the next song, and then I can, and then we could talk about uh what. I can't see the computer from your side. So I don't know. Oh, what it is. you don't know. It's the one I had a moment with earlier today. Oh, okay, there we go. Yep. I have moments with this album often. Pretty much every time I listen to it. Um, we're gonna talk about the Wonder Years, obviously. Uh, their new record, The Home Goes On Forever, just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, and I mean, I we've been talking, and I've been working on this record since the beginning of this year. This has been sort of like um the joy of my year frankly it's my favorite Mm -hmm. thing I've worked on probably all year it's just like I can't say enough wonderful positive things about it it's their best album and I will have debates about it if you would like to (laughs) um I think if you're not if you're like you know like you can have your favorite album that's fine but as far as like the summary of what this band Mm -hmm. is this is the record this is the one if you've never listened to the Wonder Years listen to this one it's like you will get the most like road tested studio tested like they have done it all at this point and they've just sort of looked into their own bag of tricks over the course of the last <laughs> decade and said what are the best parts of everything we've done and let's make a whole record of that <laughs> like that. it truly feel it, and i i got to hear it last summer for the first time in the studio with them standing around yeah. me looking at my face while i listened <sighs> to it it was terrifying been... it was terrifying but it was like in that I, I was just like holy shit like what do you even That's... say like this is the best shit I've, I've heard you do ever like 
you just, they hit every single note of what I love about the Wonder Years and they do it all in this record. And so we're going to, you're going to play a song called Low Tide, which is just like an ultimate like pandemic depression song for, for them. And it's just so like real and it's just really fun to sing along to and very guttural kind of reaction from the hook. <laughs> the most because that just would have been too heavy for oh, us no. right now but. i'm not not ready i will I, two, <laughs> two small confessions i'm a fan of the wonder years and i should i think i'm realizing as i'm talking now why i haven't really like do, dove dived mm-hmm. why given in as deeply as i know that i should have because every time i hear them i was saying to kitsy it's like i'm always like oh right like this this probably should be my favorite band. Like I'm from South Jersey. I live in Philly right now as loath as I am to admit that. Part. I don't think you've ever admitted that I publicly I haven't, before. I haven't. Oh my God. Um, but like, and I do really, really like this band. But again, the fact that they're not my like day-to-day obsession is odd to me because I do understand that they should be. And with just the job that we do and then my day job, I edit podcasts all day. So I don't get to listen to as much new music as I wish that I could. Just to say, this is only the second song off this album that I've heard. We covered Oldest Daughter when it dropped. And mm-hmm. then the first time I heard Low Tide was today while we were playing <laughs> Mario Kart. And I got goosebumps and it like 
it surprised me. I was like, oh, my God, I have goosebumps. And then I was crying and I hadn't even really heard all the lyrics, but it just like it was like a like a, like a two by four. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, I couldn't. And it's not that it's such a huge it's not that it's like a departure. It's not like I was surprised to hear this from the Wonder Years. It's exactly what you said. I think it's like they've it's like this concentrated. They've pulled out all their tricks. It's everything you expect from one of their songs just like cranked up, I think. Yeah. And I think you're right. That's an amazing story to share. Just like how <laughs> like visceral that reaction is to their music. It's like that hook, especially like everything about the song has that vibe to it. And that's why I chose it. But the whole record, I, I encourage you to go spend time with it and just sit down, <laughs> commit to the front to back at least once. Because the thing about the Wonder Years that is so special is like they will reward you for that mm -hmm. because what happens in the one song will come back later and you have to hear it all in one sitting to be able to pick those things up yeah. this record actually every single song on this record either references something else on this record or something from their full discography I so stuff like the that. deep dive does reward for mm -hmm. sure you know and it like it really just makes it feel so much more like listening to this record having known all the other ones there are so many little moments where the fan can just kind of it really feels like you're just like i'm a part of this so deeply <laughs> it's just Beautiful. it's so special you know um yeah. but this record alone beginning and end you'll find storylines that kind of carry through and it's just gonna like when you get to the end of this record after listening through the whole thing i really i would love for you to tell me how that goes because <laughs> it's a pretty intense listen i absolutely will I have a 15-hour solo drive ahead of me, starting at about eight o'clock tonight. Ooh. So, okay. I, I think I know who's going to be. Who's oh my god! Be, uh, I eight hours on repeat. For all the wonderful things I say about it, I don't think I can listen. To, there are songs <laughs> I have to skip. Like there are songs I have to like pace myself and be like, okay, am uh -huh. I? If I was driving, I couldn't listen to the last That's... song. I I cry so much during that last song. It's crazy. It's just like, are... this, if this is a. a... <laughs> A vulnerable question i don't know um are you a crier in general yeah though? oh okay yeah. me too so yeah. that i don't know mm -hmm. if that actually makes me feel better or worse to know that like i'm yeah. probably gonna cry either way so yeah because I, 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 be I i'm a crier in general and then i'm also like i'm listening to the words a lot of times mm -hmm. like i'm listening to the music for sure and like the the cadence of a song but i'm definitely like hypersensitive to words if the words are super cheesy i'm out the song could mm -hmm. be i have the same thing where there are bands where people are like how do you not like this if it's every other one of your categories and it's like yeah but they said hot dog in one of the songs and i can't get past that you know like there are just like some lyrics can either get me in or deter me completely so um this, this one i'm a natural crier but then the lyrics of this record <laughs> and the way he frames the way he writes he's a poet and it's just yeah. like it's overwhelming <laughs> the one of the things about the wonder years that has always jumped out is um campbell's lyrics with like the specificity like the the like uh watching korean baseball yeah, yeah lyric yeah. in this and the fake plant it's just so it's so specific in a way it's like i've never watched korean baseball but like it evokes such a moment and a feeling that like you have your version of that yeah you know there's also a song in this record called the paris of nowhere that's about philly so if Ooh. you want to embrace living in philly apparently this is a big deal for you <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> no, I really, I do love Philly. It's just like, I'm... Your your brand is so I'm New Jersey. so ingrained. And I said, I, I'll stop saying I said to Kitsy, it doesn't matter when I said it. Um, but uh, the just even the phrase South Jersey being in this song was enough for me to be like, oh, oh, this song's for me. Oh, no. That's where Dan lives. So mm -hmm. you, you have that in common now. <laughs> See, I love, I love that. Uh, hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode, we're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers, and you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon, where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else, and lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter at LeftOfTheDialPC and Instagram at LeftOfTheDialFM to keep up with everything we're doing and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us. So send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again.
Yeah, it turns out I could talk about this song forever, but we have. Um, but Jamie can't, so. Yeah, we have uh, more, more uh, <laughs> great songs. Great. That's my journalistic uh, yeah. evaluation of the next ones. Let's listen to another song. <laughs> that sounds great. Let's do that. So we're going to talk about Origami Angel next. Um, over the last week, uh, Origami Angel, if anyone missed it on Friday, they released an EP called Return. Um, which had three kind of, I kind of said that they sounded like if Origami Angel went to NPR Tiny Desk, like <laughs> very like you could tell like stripped back yeah. performance, quieter drums, like everything's kind of chill and sweet and acoustic. And like the songs are really uplifting, very good fall vibes on that mm. one. Um, and then on Monday we dropped a three, another EP that is the complete opposite. It's called Depart. And it's basically these guys just kind of totally leaning into their hardcore roots and just sort of like where they came up in DC and Philly and the types of bands that they love. And even in their, on it, throughout their discography so far, they've like leaned into both sides of this where it's like the ultra serene, like sweet pop kind of stuff, songwriter stuff and the heavier like breakdown parts will come up throughout their discography. So it's like, they sort of just looked at like these two little lanes and we're like, well, what if we leaned all the way in on both sides? Um, and then we just thought it would be fun to release them back to back and really throw people off. And um, <laughs> their headlining tour starts next week. And so it's just all um, a lot of fun. They've been just working on a lot of music. And I thought um, I chose Live from the UFO to play. That's from the first EP from Return. They're playing me like a video game And not to say that I believe in that stuff It's just that everything that I do or touch Feels like there's someone making the most for me and I break I hope I didn't freak you out But there's a lot that I don't know And everything that I've seen has led me to believe That everybody I know is a wonder and oh In the simulation Honestly, if you like heavier stuff, Depart is super fun. And mm -hmm. it's only like eight minutes long. It's really fun to listen to. Um, but Live from the UFO, I just feel like is going to be like a live show staple for them. It just feels mm -hmm. like a really good sing-along moment for the crowd and nice kind of calm down point between like parts of their set that might get louder and more abrasive. It's a nice smaller kind of like everyone can catch their breath and sing along <laughs> to a really like fun, bouncy little song. Um, I love the lyrics in this. Um and yeah, I don't know. I just love Origami Angel. They're the coolest band. And if you've not listened to them yet, they're just a two piece. They're two people from uh, DC um, and they, they crush. Like, and it, you go see them live and it's crazy that there's only two of them up there. Um, <laughs> they just, they know how to do it. They figured it all out. And yeah. <laughs> I, 
I've somehow never seen them live, which I know is a crime. I didn't realize they don't bring, it's just the two of them on the road. They don't bring a full band. It's truly just the two of them. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're incredible. And um, yeah, they, they've kind of been, they did some support tours like earlier this year and late last year with the Wonder Years and with Mom Jeans. But those are really the first times that they toured outside of like a DIY circuit. So it's definitely like pretty cool that now they're at a point where like they're headlining tour all super like decent sized venues and a lot of the shows are sold out already like they're kicking it off with a sold out hometown show in dc it's like cool kids are on the tour and significant others on the tour it's just like going up yeah it's just going to be like a really fun time and we really feel like the energy around it is just so positive and they deserve it they've been working their ass off and yeah they've just built something really special and they have a really great sound and nobody sounds like them and it's, mm-hmm. it's just dope i love it. I, they're, and they're so like they're so sweet and they're so positive she's like how can you not love gami you know <laughs> yeah, hell yeah um they they're playing i think union transfer um yeah. in, in a couple of weeks here but it's already that's sold, also out, sold out so yeah. it is yeah <laughs> so we dropped the ball and letting y'all know about that one but uh but if you already got uh, tickets you yeah. should definitely go because <laughs> you bought those tickets they're yours and yes. that is yeah that is what a what a what a lineup that show is that's yes. amazing I will say this is my first time listening to this band as well. Wow, Kitsy. Okay. I know. I know. I feel like there's this category of bands um, for me that like I know them from Twitter uh, mm-hmm. as in like everyone I know who's like opinion on music I respect talks about them, interacts with them on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, I should check out this band. And then life happens and I just don't. And then... Uh, one day they end up on a playlist. I have to listen to you for the podcast. I'm like, wow, I fucked up. I should have been listening to this band all along. So this is, you know, yeah. that's exactly the moment I had today. I was like, oh, huh. Yeah, this band I keep hearing about. Now I'm listening to them. And I'm like, why wasn't I doing this sooner? So, yeah, well, it's great. You now have a band, a new band to check out mm-hmm. with like a proven discography. That's like incredible. You're going to be shocked at some of the way yeah. that this kid writes a song. It's just absolutely. I don't know where where the catchiness comes from. It's like insanely. Some songs are just mm-hmm. like holy shit like i wish i wrote that like it's so good um, I've, i definitely yeah. have had those moments before and, and i've got a lot of driving coming up the rest of this year so i'll definitely need new go. music to uh to, to listen to um yeah um jamie i don't know how old you are so if this offends you pretend i didn't say it okay. and my, this is gonna be fun let's see kitsy is so much older than i am and i think maybe you're just you're so much older it's, it's 11 months so much older than i am <laughs> and i think maybe you're just out of touch at this point probably With all that being so 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 much older <laughs> i'm very old um i feel like there was one other thing i wanted to say about this when i'm looking at my notes maybe not I mean, um, we could just cut it, cut yourself saying, in saying it later. Okay, perfect. There, there you go. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think of it. <laughs> and then Jamie will just get like a generic reaction from you to splice in, just like a like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, just like, like that. Wow. <laughs> and then, do you want to do one where you disagree, just in case, and we can <laughs> use whichever one makes sense? Oh, Fantasy Camp is the one I said was good dog petting music. Um, <laughs> Origami Angel was 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 not, but I also uh, love the song very much. I love uh, that. It's so cute. Well, the problem is that because I'm not a musician, listeners are tired of hearing me say, listeners are tired of hearing me say, I'm not a musician, so my like way of thinking about music is from like an English Life. teacher majors, yeah, yeah in road. So so that's all I got for that one. You know what though? A lot of people are, who listen to music aren't musicians, and so maybe that's Probably. more relatable than like getting super deep nerdy on the musical stuff. Well, that's yeah. why I have you here and we get to split the difference yeah yeah i um, think the combo is what it's the, yeah, that's crucial <laughs> speaking of i'm so i'm good i should let you say who we're gonna hear next but speaking of pool kids yeah <laughs> yes i didn't even do that on purpose frankly I just, <laughs> um but yes we're gonna listen to pool kids next and they are yeah they're playing with origami angel on this tour i'm very excited to see them in november when they get out west um but pool kids i mean if yeah this is my favorite band I, I, every band's my favorite band but like this is truly like pool kids no and if they hear this they already know the love is so so insanely deep it's crazy mm-hmm. um um i've just known from the second i heard pool kids that like they were going to be capable of making a record this good um because everything they had done so far which wasn't much they only had this like one ep slash album out and like some kind of one-off um little projects here and there but like nothing extensive so but even with that it's like i heard their first stuff and i was like oh damn like this is good but like you can tell there there's something in there that's brewing mm-hmm. that it'll come out at some point and when i got this record i was like holy shit they fucking did it <laughs> there like it is. 
I got to be honest, like from January, I think I got in like January at some point from maybe earlier than that with mixes, but like from the point that I had like almost finished album to like well before, well into like when we announced the record and everything, but like I listen to that almost every day. I'm obsessed with this fucking <laughs> record. It's so catchy. It's so good. I'm just like blown away at like their storytelling ability and like mm-hmm. how she writes a song, how they write together and their cohesiveness. It's the first time that, um, the bass player Nicolette and the guitarist Andy wrote on a record for with and wrote with full kids. Oh, um, okay. it was the other stuff was all written by Christine and Kate and the drummer. And this is like the first full kind of all four of them contributing. And it's like that the secret sauce, they found it. Like they figured mm-hmm. out this is the lineup, this is their group, this is who this is pool kids. And it's just so the record is just incredible. Talk too much is my one of my favorite car songs. I uh, just like <laughs> I and I like just like sing along and like I can go that whole fucking song and it's just like I'm with them all the fucking way. You talk too much. I can't hear my own thoughts over your performative opinions. I'll take it up with all your little minions because they're afraid of you anyway. I think I'll
I'm like, yes, fuck you. And the horse you <laughs> rode in and all that bullshit you talk on the internet, like, hell yes. And I have no, I don't think I have enemies, honestly. I'm just like, but I'm in the car like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like pissed with them. And I love it. I love That's it. So funny. Um, it's just a catchy as fuck song. It's fun to sing along to lyrically just tells a great story something different that people are just always so kind of shy about but they yeah. just really lean into it um but truthfully you could have picked any song off this record it's incredible um if you haven't listened to Bull kids please go listen to them um they went through hell to make this thing um right before they finished making the record their studio flooded uh, and oh, I know all we've about been that. there Ugh. yeah it was like a basement Awful. down like one level or something studio completely yep. flooded and if you listen to this album, the very last song, right at the end of the record, you'll hear it play out with the sound of like something kind of like you sound sounds like water, frankly. And it's mm -hmm. actually the they had a handy cam that they were using in the studio and they took audio from the <gasps> flood. And like they filmed walking around in the like in their boots, walking in the water. And they filmed that and used the audio to kind of wrap up the record. Like, yo, like this is, you know, this situation could have completely derailed this band, frankly. Yeah. And it instead turned into the point for them to just like take what they had made, which was already great and like find some way to make it better. And the result is like such a wonderful like display of perseverance and just like incessantly catchy, like pop punk mm -hmm. meets like mathy indie rock. It's really cool. Yeah, that is that's fascinating. I hadn't heard um that that story and I will say the uh it's not irony, but the whatever is not lost on me that a band named Pool Kids finished their album while standing I in know. water. I know. Mhm. Yeah, I know. But uh yeah, <laughs> this that that really is again, we had um we were lucky that we didn't have quite that much damage, but we did uh have a pretty um horrifying yeah. little flood here too so we, we it's happened a couple times yeah there was one that was like one that was real bad we were like up to our ankles with like mops i felt like we were like bailing out our, our pirate ship kind of thing oh my goodness well you have something to talk to full kids about now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um we've had i didn't realize so uh first thing i'll say about this song is uh like you said the lyrics are so i i love a song that is just kind of like to the point and isn't pulling any punches and like there uh there's a, a couple in this oh i'll bet you're fun at parties bet you're the last one last to, leave. to leave it's like oh it's so i you know, know exactly, exactly the kind of person that is right yeah, like you know exactly yeah. who that is and it's like oh i used to be me. i love it <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's good to it's good to know that, that you've grown right well I'm just, it's just i'm too old to stay up that late <laughs> now is the yeah. problem uh -huh. <laughs> now now i want i'm like i want to be in bed by nine <laughs> Yeah, you're also fun at parties, quote, unquote, but for a reason that's a little different. Because you want to go to bed like a party pooper. That's what I meant. <laughs> wow. You just said it. What? It's only okay when Kitsy says it, I guess. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm assuming you'll know better than I do then. Is this, has this been their lineup pretty much the whole time? Yeah, well, it started as just the two, Caden, uh, Caden the drummer, and Christine, the singer and right. guitarist, and then they brought, but yeah, once they started playing out, it's been Nicolette and Andy, yeah. Okay, because I had no idea, Andy, we know Andy through Dikembe. Dikembe's yeah. Yeah. played the studio, and, and Andy best did... friends, Dikembe. <laughs> and Andy used to also play in You Blew It for people who loved You Blew It. Like I did yeah, not know I that. Did, I think I yeah. did know that. Mm -hmm. um, and he has the most fabulous hair. <laughs> We, we think you're you're fantastic. Andy did the podcast was really one of our first guests who we didn't really know first. I think I yeah. reached out to Randy Dikembe. Um, and yeah. Anyway, um, Pool Kids is great. Andy's great. Yeah. Um, this great. one's out on Skeletal Lightning. Yeah. I think I did just say that. Yeah. But another great label. Yeah. If, yeah. If they the also did on. a couple of really great music videos for songs on this record. I think are, for me, I love like. They're not like a make it or break it. Obviously, the song is the most important thing, but a video can like kind of capture a personality really well. And I think mm -hmm. theirs do that perfectly. So it's a yeah. good complimentary piece. Yeah. Um, shout out real quick. They're not we're not covering the song on the podcast because we only have we can't cover every great song that is out right now. But um, the video okay. for Harsh Light from uh, Cara Cara okay. is uh, amazing. Yeah. We'll put the link in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. It's already I already shared it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It, so good so fun so sweet yeah it's such um, a good idea too it was basically like carlos kind of jokingly was like i'm the best dancer which is like a low bar <laughs> for a band of dudes and he's like i'm probably the best dancer so pair me up with like a pro dancer and we'll just kind of do a side by side and it just came out so sweet and endearing and fun and like mm -hmm. 
it's like he's a good dancer <laughs> like, That's what I, was like, I was like I you're was... not bad dude like you i couldn't do this this is tight yeah i was like i'll bet he's great at a wedding i'll bet he's like somebody you went out on the dance yeah. floor at a wedding mm-hmm. that's such a fun video yeah um, good stuff so we only have i said this last week we only have one song left to talk about and there were two and we totally missed talking about one of them so whoops i know but we are telling the truth right now we are yeah this time um we've got one song left to talk about uh before we get into it why don't you let folks know um oh i worded this like you were in a band because i'm looking at my my little notes um do you want to let folks know like what you're working on if there's anything um you know is coming up that you can tease if not that's fine sure where they can find you all the podcast plug stuff you know yeah yeah yeah. well um we didn't talk about it or play it but field medic has a wonderful album coming out next friday um called grow your hair long if you're wanting to see something that you can change i have to like say it slowly to make sure (laughs) i I get it correctly but i love that i love it it's his best record yet uh, i don't think you need to be a field medic historian to get into this record <laughs> it's a really re- well done uh, piece it was his first time usually he's very like records an album like in his house on tape finds it like finishes it really quickly kind of record and release record and release not mm-hmm. really putting a ton of time and really any time in a professional studio with producers, things like that. So for this record, um, he was having a hard time doing the former at home throughout the pandemic, but this time around he decided to go and work with a producer in a studio. And I think um, all the same elements of his songwriting are there, but they just sound better and more Mm -hmm. lush and just filled out. And the ideas are a little bit bigger and more cinematic. And I think it just hits a little bit harder. Um, So yeah, I, that comes on next Friday and I would love for people to check that out. And what else can I promote? Um, Barty Strange is going on tour in a month from a couple days ago. Tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, going on tour, first headlining tour. Same thing as Origami Angel. Their first headlining tour is this fall. I'm very excited for both of them um, and can't wait to see them and hope other people go see them too. And anybody I'm forgetting, pretend I didn't forget you. <laughs> um, just You can find everything at noearbuds.com. Um, my socials are all at noearbuds or my full name. And um, yeah, that's the funny. Yeah, I think if um, a podcast wanted to cover every band that you work with that has something going on right now, it would have to be like five or six hours long. So I don't think anybody or can be offended. Episodes. You yeah, know what? If, Last, uh, uh, like there was like, um, I created a podcast for No Earbuds like uh, last year or the year before i can't remember because it was i figured like okay whatever i'll just like i have so much stuff going on it's easy for me <laughs> to just like fill an hour talking about it and i don't know i just stopped doing it because that's how i am i start projects and just leave them hanging um but Hi, if I, it is sort of one of those things where it's like you could fill an entire episode with just like the current stuff i'm helping mm-hmm. and like what i'm kind of working on um and i maybe should do that at some point again <laughs> Well, you're welcome to come back anytime yeah. and talk about whatever you yeah, have going yeah. on because it's I always it. good. So, Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. If you haven't made it out for Barty's show, you you have to. Um, he uh, was just at the at WXPN's um, Exponential Fest and watching people who hadn't heard him or seen him live yet just like slowly fall in love with with Barty's and the band was was just such a fun yeah. Uh, cool thing to watch that is definitely a hobby of mine at shows now when i go see Bartiz, it's just like watch mm-hmm. the crowd mm-hmm. and just like watch people's faces and like watch who's grabbing their phones while he's playing and looking <laughs> him up and stuff it's like oh yes it's working it's working it's, it's so fun to see i love it it's, just it's really been my favorite thing too the world. So i've been as our regular listeners know i've been doing front of house for Bartiz for for a couple months now um and they've all been like festival dates or opening shows uh, for for much bigger bands, and it's been really cool to just watch him and his whole band completely win over a crowd that has no idea who he mm-hmm. is or what he's about. Um, and it's it's always cool to watch that progression from like the first hit where everyone's just kind of like, "All right, what is this band? Who is this guy? I don't know." And then by the end of the show, they're like on their feet cheering, and 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 it's it's such a cool. Cool. energy at a Barty show i i'm so glad to be part of it yeah so come out to shows say hi to kitsy when they're not busy which is so don't Never. say hi to kitsy yeah um, no speaking to kids yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't speak to me ever yeah i'm gonna run through our stuff super quickly uh because i have to and then we'll move into the last song um and uh yeah so we're at left of the dial fm on instagram left of the dial pc on twitter find all of our episodes live sessions interviews album reveals album reviews easy for we've, you to say we've done a couple album reveals uh the list goes on at left of the dial.fm um, i'm gonna plug something else this week if you're listening to this on friday when the episode drops and you are in 
Madison, Milwaukee, or Chicago. I'll be out on the road with Chris Gethard um, producing live recordings of Beautiful Anonymous. So um, every night is two shows. It's a podcast and then his new stand-up hour, which is so, like, so good. I've seen it uh, like a dozen times now, and it's great. It's it's a really great hour. Um, and he kind of only plays cool little music venues. So we'll be at the Majestic Theater in Madison, X-Ray Arcade in Milwaukee, or I think it's right outside of Milwaukee, and the Hideout in Chicago. Tickets at ChrisGeth.com. Um, come out. If you do, come say hi to me when I'm not busy, which will be the second hour. Um, I'll bring Lefto stickers. Come find me and get a sticker. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram, AQ Andrew AQ. That's everything. Wait, so, no, no, it's not. No, it's not? No. Uh, if you want to support us, as always, oh. um, we do have a Patreon, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash left of the dial FM or just left the dial? I'm not sure. Go to leftdial.fm. It's on our website. Links in the show notes. Uh, links in the show notes. Uh, but you can support us on Patreon. Uh, of course, the best way to support us, though, is through purchasing our live sessions on Bandcamp, leftofthedial.bandcamp.com. We split all the proceeds from the sales of those sessions directly with the artists. So you're supporting us and you're supporting the artists that you love. Um, and we super appreciate it when you do that. Uh, and of course, you can also just tell a friend about us if uh, you don't have extra money and that's okay. Yeah, um, so I think today is uh, Bandcamp Friday, so yes. today is, I mean, every day is a great day to pick up new music. Today is an especially good one. Yes. Um, by everybody who's on this list today. Um, and so, uh, and speaking of everybody who's on this list, we've got just a few minutes. Why don't we talk about your last, not in terms of favorites, I'm sure, but last in terms of chronology, uh, song that you brought with us, brought yes. to us this week. Um, last song we're going to listen to is from a pair of it's a twin they're twins from uh outside of ontario canada and they're called soft call um they're relatively new to my world i just put, heard of i mean i only heard about them back in like august but i just like immediately fell in love with them and their energy and their vibe um they're twin siblings phoenix and mercedes and their former life their you know teen years they were in a project together and it was like a very like early two thousand mid 2000s like emo screamo like that kind of scene <laughs> core type vibe <laughs> and uh they kind of they got signed to a major label they went through that whole dance of like what that can be like as the artist and the the mo the boxes you have to be fitting in and all that stuff and they pretty much just learned exactly what they didn't want ever again yeah. uh, so when that kind of came to an end the pandemic allowed them time as just siblings to kind of figure out what they wanted to do that was more for them and not for this other kind of entity and this machine that is the music business. And um, the result is soft call. And um, the two siblings, each of them has a role. One of them does all the production engineering, all the everything behind the board, the studio stuff is all one of them. And then the other one is doing music video, writing, directing, um, artwork. They, the two of them put together a zine every month that goes out to their face. They're on volume 21 now, which is like, <laughs> Anybody who yeah. does that kind of stuff knows that's a commitment, right? Um, mm -hmm. And they've just sort of blown up through just like word of mouth since the pandemic and just like having great songs out. They've really only done a couple of EPs, nothing like ex super extensive yet, but it's shoegazy kind of like, I, I was telling somebody it's kind of like super heavy meets soccer mommy. Like it's mm -hmm. like, it's got the like grungy shoegazy kind of scene stuff, but it's got like catchy alt rock kind of fun upbeat stuff too and it's just like really good and it's like i think that they are really just they're operating super self-sufficient they just want to be you know their little core team mm -hmm. and they want to do it all and they want to kind of change the world and um everything they do they kind of try to do everything with a message and i just really believed in like their energy and just like that very like do it ourselves because fuck the industry like mm -hmm. and fuck what people want from us and want us to say and do like they're just like no we're gonna do what we want to do and i just like i love that energy i love that they're siblings and like they've just lived a lot together and a lot of experience as musicians um and yeah the song is called one of a million
they'll have a few more singles over the next few months and um, more new music on the way in 2023. I'm, I'm very excited to be working with them. I think that they are destined to kind of just blow up. They've already kind of blown up in the UK. They just did a week with Incubus. <laughs> and oh, if you Google oh. them, it's like every all the hype and the praise on them so far has come out of the UK. And weird how stuff like that happens. Um, but it's happening here too, very slowly. And um, I think it'll only continue to grow from here. They, they're doing next week they're opening up for muse in toronto like they're being exposed like massive massive platforms Haley williams played them on her radio show like they're they're getting their name out there in a big way so it's like one of those things where like this will be like the first time you hear them and then over the next like two months you're gonna see their name everywhere i bet you know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is uh one of a million their latest song i love this song um i don't have a ton of like insightful uh analysis on this one i will say that i have the highest the highest compliment i can give a song which is it feels like it could have been on the dawson's creek soundtrack and that i mean i cannot tell you what a my dog my dog's name is pacey so please know that that is a huge (laughs) compliment coming from me um it's it's great i can't wait to hear more from them um if you're not an incubus or muse fan i don't like it doesn't sound like that yeah, at all. Yeah. Like that shouldn't deter no. anyone because it's, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, the fact that they're getting these big gigs kind of just tells you how like big their sound kind of yeah. is and like yeah. how, how like easy it can fit in sort of anywhere. But it is, it's a very like larger than life kind of thing they're going for, but they certainly don't sound like either. Of those bands. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, PS Haley Williams, new power more song rules. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a uh, soft, cool, soft, that's a hard word for me to say. Soft Cult, One of a Million, out on uh, Easy Life Records. It's great. Check it out. Jamie, this has been really so fun. Uh, yeah, thank thanks you. for having me. Yeah, thank Anytime. you for giving us um, some of your time and sharing uh, your joy and love and et cetera um, for, for great music and helping us find great music. Hell yeah. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been your host, Andrea. Kitsy has been my co-host. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And if I don't see you... Left to the dark Left to the dark